Welcome to the Created Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Frierson. If you're a woman leader in the ministry or marketplace, you've come to the right place. So buckle up and get ready for season five of the show, where each week a new co-host would join me, and we will have real, raw, and fun conversations about living out our faith in the marketplace and more. Enjoy. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am so excited to introduce to you to my new friend who I really, I just have to say, I'm excited and honored to even get to know you more. I've been watching you from afar. Uh, for the past few months, you're part of our membership circle. Um, and one, I want to let you introduce yourself, but I just want to say first, I've just been so impressed with the things that you do uh, from your work to the things that you and your best year are doing together. But before I get any further, Paige, I just want the world to know who you are and what you do, because I'm excited to get to know you and I think everybody else should be too. Oh, thank you. That is so sweet. Well, I am so excited to be here as well. And the feeling is totally mutual because I've been following you guys from afar. And this is like dream moment right here. I get to meet oh. you in person, in person as we can. Yes, in person on Zoom, but that's yeah. what, where we live, right? <laughs> exactly. So I'm Paige Freeman and I'm the owner of 29 Designs in Lubbock, Texas, and it is a home staging business. And I started this business about four years ago. I've done several different things. And I feel like God was kind of leading me in this direction. I had always wanted to do something in design. And anyway, long story, but here I am. And I'm so excited to do it. I've also got, along with my best friend, Lori, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, um, we have a, a women's, kind of a women's organization. It's called Strictly Social. And maybe we'll get to talk just a little bit about that. Yes, I can't wait to talk about that. So y'all been doing some big things. And what I love, let's just, let's just make it clear, like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, maybe we interviewed Lori. And so I wish I had that episode number. I think it was like episode 78 or 79. And you two are best friends. You were the two brave people out of the group. <laughs> you know, we had a few group uh, that when we launched the membership there, you were like, I'm in, I've never met you guys and I'm in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course. I know. And it was the coolest thing because I, uh, you know, we've been trying to put this together for years. And then you two came along and said, we believe in the mission. We want to be a part of this. But what God does with that, like you just said, is that we get to watch each other and follow each other and pour into the other too. And I just want you to say, I want to say that I need you to come do my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be fun. Fun time for sure. Oh my gosh. You are amazing. So are you a realtor too? No, actually, my daughter's a realtor and she's really the one that got me into this because we had gone to, do you know, Christy Wright? Do you know who Christy Wright is? Business boutique. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You yes. Business boutique. Yes. Did you go? No, but I wanted to. She doesn't even oh. do it anymore. I'm so sad. No, I know. So we went three years in a row and there was one particular night that um, Kendall, my daughter said, mom, if there was anything in the world you could do, what would it be? And I said, well, you know, I always kind of wanted to be, do something with design work, interior design. And she goes, well, why don't you do it? And I said, I'm too old. She goes, no, you're not. No, you're not at all. So anyway, <laughs> Uh, she became a realtor. Um, I think at that point, I think she already was a realtor, but what she had said was, I'm going to get you some jobs and get you started. Well, at that particular time, 
without telling a whole lot of my backstory, I owned a coffee shop. I started a coffee shop. I owned this coffee shop. Love and that. I, I had a great staff, uh, a wonderful manager. And I thought, I'll just kind of do both on this, you know, kind of do them together. So Kendall, my daughter called me one day and she said, I've got a job for you. And I said, Kendall, I'm not ready. She goes, you better get that way. So I, I thought people, we yes. need people like that in our lives, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. My daughter telling me what to do now. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, well, anyway, we long story short, but we actually ended up selling the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. um, a guy was asking about it. We priced it. And I said, okay, God, if, if you want me to go into staging and design, then, then this, you know, let's sell this place. And of course it sold and here I am. So uh, yeah, just crazy. So Kendall is actually the one that got me into it. It's something I'd always wanted to do, but, and I, I love it. It's I just love something it. something that you knew how to do it. You were probably always already doing it um, uh, in your own, in your own home, probably the coffee shop. You just knew you could do it. Yes. Yeah. Because even when I think back on starting the coffee shop, so we bought an old building and just totally gutted it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to create a space, you know, it was that feeling of create a space for people to come. Obviously, I wanted to have good coffee, but there was something to it about having a place for people that they could feel welcome and that they could feel warm. And then when I look back, I was like, that's what I'm doing now with design. That's what I was doing even with the coffee yeah. shop. I think that was even learning a backside of a business was kind of God's way of going, okay, you can do this because I've always been the kind that said, I'm terrible at math. I'm not a business person, but then why did I start a coffee shop? And why did I start my own, you know, home staging business? It's it's a business. I have to learn how to do it. And God's like, you can do this. So have you accepted the fact that you're a business owner and you are a business woman? I, I am still working on that. <laughs> my husband is the numbers guy. He's the business one, but I'm I'm learning every day. And I've really had to like switch my mind and, and the way I talk to myself about that and yeah. tell myself, yeah, I can do this. I mean, yeah. if, if I if in I, a business, it takes all kinds of people. Yes, it takes a numbers person. But if you're just a numbers person, you can't be the front person that runs everything and designs it and, and gets mm -hmm. the people in because the numbers people, people don't want to talk to the people normally. Right. And they're usually not the creative one, which that's right. Not, no offense to him, but I'm the creative one. Yeah. He's the numbers one. And and he helps me. I mean, he helps it's me. It's the way God made us. And it made us on purpose that way. So we could so that we had to come together and couldn't work in silos. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, but how many not. years now have you been doing home design? Um, probably about, it's about four now. So yeah. Um, that's actually, amazing. Yeah, I started in 20. Yeah. So when everything else was crazy, why not go do something different? Started, that's when you started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? During 2020, people wanted their house. They were, we were at home. We wanted Honestly. to elevate our house. We were ready to, yes. you know, make yes. it one that we could relax in. Yeah. So that makes yes. sense. Yes. My husband's yes. in real estate. And so, uh, he was actually busy in 2020 and we were like, Okay, because people were wanting to, you know, there was a lot of hard things that came out of there, of course, mm -hmm. but what people were caring about their houses. Yeah. And where they lived. Yeah, you're so, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned you went to business boutique and I'm curious about that because I've, I have I wanted to go and I'd always said I was going to and then it stopped. I follow yeah. her podcast now and yes, I think yes. she's amazing. Yes, she she's is. One of those, she's one of those women, Christy Wright, for those that are listening, like, what, what are they talking about? Christy Wright with a C. And then right with a W um, from the Dave Ramsey company. Not anymore, though. She's doing her own thing. But Business Boutique was during those days. 
And she really, and the reason I'm even kind of pivoting a little bit, because I think this is interesting to what we want to talk about, about faith in the marketplace. She really kind of led the way with that business boutique of telling women, because it was all women, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, it was. About it how was. to run their business and be a faith-based business, right? Yes. yes. Basically, that's what it was. And, you know, um, I don't even really remember how I found her, honestly. Yeah. And, but I'm all about, let, let's go to, let's go to this conference. Let's go to that. You know, I'm always wanting to learn something new. And the first year that Kendall and I went, we were just blown away. Number yeah. one by her, but the speakers that she had and, you know, br like you're talking about bringing faith into the marketplace. I mean, you know, we had the best time and every speaker there was some kind of relation there with every speaker that was there. And it was God. I mean, everyone had that faith and just to listen to how they built their business, you know, yeah. some people's stories might've been more extravagant than others, but we were all in it together. And it didn't matter if there was somebody just starting a new business or had been in business for years. I mean, we walked away just like, yeah, so many aha moments. It was, it was the best. And I'm so sad that it's gone, but yeah. But when you were there, and I'm just interested in your in your journey of how the ahas, like you had your aha there, like God wanted you to switch your business model, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. But looking back, what leadership principles, ideas, being a woman of faith, did you have in the coffee shop that you brought into your new business? And how did you even walk that out? That's a big pivot. That's not oh, like a, that's not like a, hey, I'm doing the same thing, just a little different. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge pivot. Huge. And in looking back at the at business boutique and one of the main things that, and I know you've probably heard this from countless people, but I very clearly hear Christy Wright saying, do it scared. And, you know, just like you said, the coffee shop is completely different than home staging. But like I said earlier, my whole reasoning behind the coffee shop was creating spaces, creating warmth, creating that emotional connection to something. That's the way we feel in our houses. When someone's trying to sell their house, I've got to create an emotional connection for anybody that walks through that house. When they see it, they want to make it theirs. So even though coffee and design were completely different, it was still God saying, do it scared. I've always considered myself a planner. I've got to have my ducks in a row before I will step out. And he's like, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. You take that first step and we'll figure it out along the way. Yeah. So that's what I've actually had to learn to do. And as scary as it is, mm -hmm. but it's, it's worked because I've just had to really be like, okay, God, you're the one that brought me here now. Now what's, what are you going to do with me? Right, right. And what do you, I heard someone say recently, and I'm, I'm wondering how you handle this part, you know, to step out in faith sometimes means that you're stepping out despite the fact that there's resources there, whether that's financial resources, people resources, how do you navigate through that? Mm, yeah, that's, a, that's a really good question. <laughs> again, again, it just kind of goes back to, uh, I don't know if maybe you could say I like a little bit of control. I mean, don't we all at some point? Yeah. Yeah. I love control. <laughs> yes, I know. And I have to realize I'm not in control. Mm -hmm. And so there has been many times, for example, um, oh, this has been a few months ago, but I went and met with a builder 
and he was having a kind of a spring tour of homes. And he said, I want you to stage this house. Okay. Well, we get there and he goes, well, actually I have 10 spec homes right here in this double cul-de-sac and I would like you to stage all 10. And I said, okay. And he, <laughs> he looked at me and he said, do you have the inventory? And I said, I will get the inventory. Yes. With, without even thinking. And then of course I left there and, you know, called my husband. I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I don't have enough to stage 10 houses. I mean, we're talking living rooms, kitchen. I didn't do any bedrooms on this one, but I mean, we're, we're talking furniture. Yes. So Lori, let's go back to Lori. She was on a call with some stagers at her previous job. And one of the stagers also in California, just having to say, you know, I'm trying to sell some inventory, um, I'm just kind of wanting to revamp and Lori goes, Hey, I've got a girl in Texas that needs inventory. So Lori comes to me, I found you inventory. And I'm like, Lori, let's be real. How am I going to get this? But it worked out wow. because that was another God thing. It's like, yeah. okay, God, I surrender. What do you want me to do? He found me furniture in California. We had a, a young single friend. We flew up there. He drove the truck back. I got my inventory for the 10 houses. I mean, I think once we finally decide to just surrender and just say, God, you brought me here. Now, what do I do? He's going to follow through with it one way or another. Yeah. I love the scripture that says it's your name at stake, not mine. Mm -hmm. and, and if you know that he told you, you know, we have that's that's the clarity part, right? Like you yeah. have to know that's God saying it and not you. He yes. will bring it to fruition, just like you said. But also what I love about that story is that it was because you were in community mm -hmm. and you were verbal about your needs, whether yes. it was in passing or yes. like, hey, friend, I yes. need this. Be praying about it, whatever it was, because the Lord uses people. Yes. But we have to also confess whether it's our needs or whatever. And so I love that that story happened like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. now here you are. Yes. Yeah. And funny thing, this happened just here the other day as well. So <laughs> another builder with, you know, several more and I, again, kind of without, or all of my things are out. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I kind of started having some, I said, okay, do I do it or do I not do it? And God's like, yeah. So he starts releasing. So, you know, some of the houses where my furniture is have sold so I can go pull that furniture now and, and move on. But you're exactly right on speaking it. That is another thing that I was never really good at, you know, whether it was a dream, whether it was a goal, whatever it was, I kept it to myself because what if I failed? What if it didn't work? But when we take that to God, or like you said, speak it in your community, you know, you're putting it out there for him to say, okay, let's do something with this. Right. I love that. Oh my gosh. I love that story. Yes. And so just before we pivot into, cause I want to talk about your retreat. Yes. What if someone's listening and they're feeling that tug of, I need to change. Mm -hmm. What is the one thing that you learned or that you would do differently? Ooh, that I would do differently. Um, well, I was going to say, you know, I think just go for it with full force. Mm -hmm. I think I, I held back in a few areas, you know, I would hope, even though, you know, Kendall was like, come on, you got to do this. Okay. I'm just going to do that one. Mm -hmm. And then I would hold back. I didn't really want to put myself out there fully yet because of the, I need to plan, I need to be prepared. You know, I think, 
if I were to do it differently, I would have just almost shot out of a cannon even more. Wow. Really put myself out there a little bit faster. That's, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. I love that though. Like I would have done it faster than what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, do I mean, I really, said do it. So just go. Just do it. Yeah. Because it goes back to the do it scared, but also don't hold yourself back anymore. You know, yeah. there, there's, a, there's a reason that you're in the place that you're in. You know, God has put you there and he wants to propel you wherever you need to go. Right. And you've got to take that first step or you're not going to get there. Yeah. So you are one, you, you put yourself in an environment to learn like at that conference. Yes. You accepted wisdom from even your daughter. Yes. <laughs> and you did it scared. Yes. And you did. You, you did it like that is such right there. And the fact that you asked the Lord, should I sell the coffee shop and a buyer appeared? Yep. Like that, if that's not a big enough sign to go fast and just do it. Yes. I, <laughs> yes. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. You know, Like sometimes you get the biggest sign and we're still like, is it you Lord? Like, oh, I know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> guilty of that. Though. <laughs> I love it. So is this one of the reasons because of this creating spaces, why, how strictly social came about? Um, sort of, but not really. So strictly social came about again. I just, this little word came to me probably, uh, in 21 and it was one of those things. I didn't speak out yet. I put it in my phone just all of a sudden one day I thought, you know what? We need something. There needs to be something for female entrepreneurs just to come and just to be together. We don't, it doesn't have to be networking. We don't have to talk about anything. We just have to come together because it's hard, you know, starting your own business, being a female entrepreneur amongst a mom, a wife, a sister, or whatever else, other hats that we wear. So I put it in my phone and I even started listing businesses that I knew were female owned. Wow. And then I came up with the name, turned my phone off, put it away. And it stayed away for a while. And one day again with my daughter, I said, can I share something with you? And she's like, yeah. And I said, I, I don't know. This is kind of dumb, maybe kind of silly. And I showed her and she's again, why do you think that's dumb? I said, well, I just don't know if anyone would be interested in that. And she goes, well, the only way you're going to know is to try it. Yeah. So I, again, just kind of, okay, whatever. Well, back to Lori again, I shared it with her um, last year, as a matter of fact. And so we had a girl's a trip to Scottsdale. It was, it was Lori and I, and my daughter, and my daughter has a friend uh, there that lives in Scottsdale, got a cute little Airbnb. And we were sitting down, we're going to work on some content. And Lori said, we're starting this. We are starting strictly social. There's a reason that's been in your phone. God put it in your mind. We're going to start it. So it was also more of, I think out of selfish reasons, because um, I wanted that community. I wanted something that I could feel a part of as a business owner as well. And yeah. so we've really just kind of been working on getting that going. What we do mostly is just monthly meetings. And I, I shouldn't even call it a meeting. We'll meet for lunch. We'll meet for dinner. We'll That's meet. so important. Yes. That's so important. And yes. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it like that. There's a quote by Billy Graham that he said in the eighties, and I've used it so much the past few months because it's what the Lord has put in my heart, that 
he said that he believed the next great movement of God would be in the marketplace. And the conversations like you and I are having today happen. I feel like I have them all the time. And we, entrepreneurs in general, but women specifically need community even more, I think, than men, I yeah. think. Oh, um, yeah. You know, and so this is happening everywhere where women, entrepreneurs of faith, you a lot, I'm sure it happens with women without faith because women are women, right? We're going to gather. Yes. Um, <laughs> because we need community and it's happening everywhere. And I think it's so important that you have that community that you can say, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Hey, this is what's going on. Can you pray for me? Can you help me? Do you have a contact? I need this. Can you get me inventory? Whatever it is. Yes. So I love that you created that space. So what's your vision for it? And and like, and then well, I want to hear, I'm just getting ahead of myself because I want to know it all. Okay. I want to hear about the retreat, what you had a vision for the retreat and what happened. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the retreat was a little bit different than what we do monthly. Cause like I said before, it's not networking. We just go and eat and chat and whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. no big, deal, no pressure. Well, Lori and I, we had a vision to really, um, you know, just do a little bit more at the retreat. And I think, I think total, we probably had at this one, maybe 12, 12 ladies in an Airbnb. We met there. It was very nice and comfortable. And the house just, is beautiful. I saw it online. Oh, oh yeah. So fun. So fun. Yeah. And we just wanted to pour into these ladies because, you know, as well as I know, we are constantly pouring into someone else. And we said, this is about you this weekend. And one, I, I, I just, it was unbelievable. The response that we got, honestly, I mean, we dared them to dream big. We took them on a journey of dreaming all about them, just them for that weekend. We didn't have to think about family, anything else. It's let's let's talk about you. Let's talk about your business. Let's talk about big dreams that you have. And it was amazing. I mean, God was truly there. And I mean, Lori and I at the end of the first day just kind of looked at each other like, this was this was awesome, you know? And so yeah. yeah. And and the ladies, what's so funny is the ladies were like, okay, so you're going to do another one in February, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. And they're like, yes, you are. You have to do this again. So yes. who knows? Look out. We might be doing another one in February. I think you should. I mean, you know, when, and I love that it's so intimate too. I think there's so much power in that because women open up more. There's this yes. vulnerability that happens. When you yes. spend the night with somebody, you know, yeah. <laughs> the doors just kind of open up a little bit when you see everybody in their, you know, shoes off and their maybe their PJs or something. <laughs> um, and so it's beautiful, and I love it. So February, we're gonna we're gonna come back to that. I remember asking Lori, like, do we have a date on the last podcast? She's like, we'll get back to you. Yeah, uh, we're we're still throwing some things around because honestly, we're thinking of um, changing places. Oh, it'll still be Scottsdale. Yeah. We love, we love Scottsdale and that's where it originated from, you know, the whole, where it was birthed actually. Yeah. And so we just, we just have a connection there. And it's also kind of easier for Lori and I both, since she's in California, you know, and I'm in Texas, yeah. it's a, easy to get to. So, so how do you, when we talk about faith in the marketplace and maybe you heard stories while you were there and I'd love to hear a couple of them, how are women and, or you practically walking out your business that doesn't have a 
ministry label per se, Mm -hmm. but you are a believer. How do you walk that out in your business? Well, I think a lot of times it's just kind of um, who we are and who we stand for or who I stand for. Um, And I try to put myself out there without just walking into and meeting a realtor and say, hello, I'm a Christian. I'm ready to stage your house. You know, I I just think there's just something that comes when you do have the Holy Spirit in you and you're filled with that. I think people can read that. And so I just try to, you know, exude that not only in the marketplace, but anywhere I go. Um, Also, I'm always praying over these houses that I'm staging because this is someone's largest investment that they're ready to sell and ready to move on. And there's going to be a new family to take over. And it's my job. I feel a lot of responsibility to make that um, to make that house something that they can connect with. And so really, you know, I go in and there's days. I mean, we all feel it. There's days as a creative. You don't feel so creative. And so, you know, there's many times I'm like, okay, God, what, what do you want me to do today? You be my creativity. You show me what I need to do and fill this house, whatever it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. I had a hairdresser tell me that before. And I've always remembered um, things like that. Like you walk into the house praying for the seller and the buyer and who's coming in and a hairdresser told me once that, you know, she doesn't know everybody that comes through her doors and sits in her chair, but mm-hmm. she prays over them silently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Unless they ask her to pray, you know, sometimes she gets to pray over them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Together. Yeah. But that she, she's like, I'm touching their head. Yeah. Yeah. I, exactly. you know, yeah. yeah. Well, and you, and you just don't know, even, even the people that may be selling their home, I may not know the story of why they're having to sell. It may not always be a happy story. You know, and so, I mean, I've had, I've had a few of those on an occupied stage before, you know, an elderly lady having to sell because she, she was ill and she knew her time was limited and she was moving in with her daughter and to go in and try to tell her what she needs to get rid of to make her house sell easier. That's hard. That's That's really, I mean, I, I remember I knew that going in. And so I really prayed hard over that, that God would, you know, help me to be gentle with her. Yes. Yeah. I think that's so cool that you get to do that because I think so for so long, um, we all thought, well, I work nine to five in my job. And then my ministry is outside of that in a small group or when I travel or go on mission trips when I do this, but really God wants to use you where you are. We, a a good friend of mine was a um, stylist. And she would talk about how she got to see the most intimate parts of her client's home in their closet. And it was there that they would confess things, whether their pain or their hurt, because as she got to know them, because sharing your clothes and that space where you really dress, you know, it, it became very intimate. And that's what someone's home is. You're, you're walking into very intimate spaces. And so they're trusting you and you're getting to know them. And and that takes a lot of wisdom and guidance and all things. So I lo- yeah. I think that's so beautiful that you look, that you don't just look at it as a, as a job. Right. Right. No, I mean, you just, you just can't, because like you said, it's very personal to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is very personal. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. We are going to tell everybody once y'all had that date, when Strictly Social <laughs> is, okay, yeah. um, because I was having major FOMO 
when I saw all the social pictures. Um, I had knew about it and couldn't make it. There was stuff going on here. And I'm like, I cannot have FOMO again. So when that happens, we want to cheer you on and hopefully get, get that house filled. You might have to get a bigger house, Paige. No, I think so. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> or, you know, or I don't know, you know, we're thinking even a hotel so, that has, you know, conference room and everybody kind of hang out in the hotel and do the things, but we want you, hotels that would provide the same yeah. experience. Yes. Oh, for sure. But we want yeah. you and your team to join us too. Oh, so. we're, we're, I'm down and they're down. <laughs> like we're, we're, we're doing it. Like I love this. I think sometimes there's this term that I've heard years ago that I like to use. It's called destiny, destiny relationships. And it's those relationships that. that the Lord, you know, the Lord brings into your, your inner circle, um, whatever, however that happens that you like, you know, like this is, this is something good and I, we, we need to learn and grow together. And I think yes. that's so true. I love uh, of you guys and I've just been so um, inspired by watching the two of you do your own lane from different States and then how you both help each other, even online. Like I know that your friends just from your social media. Yes. <laughs> it's, crazy. it's crazy. And we should all have community like that in France. So where can everybody find you? Well, they can find me on Instagram. It's at 20 spelled out T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number nine designs with an S underscore, or my uh, website is 29designs.com. And what about Strictly Social? Oh, sorry. Yes. We got to know about that too. Um, know about it. At Strictly Social 29 on Instagram. And okay, we are now a website for that. So, okay. Now tell us where, what 29 means. Well, okay. Funny story. So when I was trying to name this, name my business and I was coming up with all these, you know, kind of cool names or whatever, but it just kind of kept coming up 29. And so I said, because I've always said, I'm just 29 years old. And so when I was telling my daughter, I, said, I just, I just kind of keep going back to 29 designs because I'm forever 29. And so it. That's what it is. <laughs> That's, I wondered that for a long time. I know if that was a house number since you no, did stages. Yeah, it's, or... it's really more of a family joke because I still I still say I'm forever 29. Like and on my last birthday, my son said, times what? And I said, we're not going to talk about that. Talk about that. <laughs> hey, my Instagram is Heather Frierson 29 as well. Nice. Um, my birthday's on the 29th day. And I was like, that just, you know, oh, yeah. I'm going to just do that because yeah. <laughs> I like 29. It makes me feel, you know, and I'm not lying about it. Like it's my right. birthday. <laughs> it's her, yeah. Well, and you can always just claim 29, you know, 29. whenever, yeah. whenever you love get it. Present. Yeah. Strictly social and 29 designs. I love it. Yes. This was yes. awesome. Thank you for sharing your Thank story. You. I think it's so encouraging and uh, I can't wait to see you in February. Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Heather. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. All right, ladies. I am so excited about all the things. I know I use that word a lot, but I love what we get to do over here at Creative Woman, and I just want to share it with everyone I know. If you are looking for a community of women who love Jesus, know they are called to be leaders in the ministry and marketplace, and love to have fun, then this is the community for you. So go check out all the ways you can get involved from CW Circles to membership and start taking the next steps in your leadership today. Also, be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Creative Woman so that you can stay up to speed with all that's happening. And if you want to follow me personally, you can find me over at Heather Frierson 29. 
Hey, don't forget to go like and subscribe to the podcast too, wherever you listen so that together we can empower more women to be who they are created to be as well. I'm so glad you joined us today. It really does mean a lot that you would take the time out of your busy schedule to listen. I hope you have a great rest of your week and until next time, go and be the woman you are created to be. Bye.